This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hi, comic book readers, and welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So, uh, normally, when we do this show, we, of course, take the books from last week, recap them, review them, tell you how we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. And that will not change. However, uh, in light of the recent Comixology changes, uh, it's going to look a little different because Comixology has, of course, gone full Amazon, which means that it's gotten worse. And... Uh, we actually did a whole episode that is to say myself and a co-host over on Elseworlds Exchange, which is on this very channel. And if you want to know more about it, you should subscribe to this channel, click the bell for notifications to know when we have these things come out. But uh, we talk all about uh, the comicsology changes. I even give a little preview as to what it looks like and uh, and how horrible it is on desktop. And uh, comicsology has assured us in the most corporate speak they possibly could muster that they are working to solve the problem that they themselves created that never existed before they got involved so uh let's hope that the show will resemble its usual self when we uh roll forward next week i have no hope that they will do that next week but possibly in the next year or so we'll get something resembling comicsology as it used to be because that's the one-stop shop for comic books digitally i yeah it's funny it's like i'm a i'm a mobile reader you are a mobile reader yes so comicsology's switchover was less of an issue yeah i'm not saying it's not an issue Mm -hmm. because i don't like that like after i guess tomorrow Mm -hmm. in order to find the books that came out if you missed something you're like oh crap i really want to get this thing it's gonna be a little hard you have to know exactly what the book is you can't just scroll through anymore you used to be able to on comicsology go by date yeah um she can't do that anymore nope um which i'm not a fan of i also found it difficult to like um navigate to like all right, so this is like a really like a silly pet peeve. I simultaneously like having all my books together. Yeah. Like so when I buy a new title, it shows me all the titles. Yep. Right. So it's like I have a lot of um Shang-Chi. Right. right? Yeah. And so when I open it up, Shang-Chi is all the way at the bottom, the, the the newest issue. Of course. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Like it's not really a big deal. It's just a weird little inconvenience. And yeah. It really bothers well, me. I don't know. It's an inconvenience that didn't need to exist. Yes. It was generated yeah. specifically from that company doing what they do. I also miss the art previews. Yeah. We used to have previews. So you yep. could like you click on the thing and see the first four pages. Say, yeah, I missed that. Anyway. And you will because they're not going to fix that because Amazon's not in the comic book business. They're in the acquiring industries business. They're selling you stuff. Yeah. They're into the getting you to use their app until all other industries are closed so that they can then jack up their prices once everything is are owned you, by them. Are you sold yet? Right? <laughs> Do you have your Prime account yet? So yeah, uh, anyway, uh, there's some books we can talk about, if I can even remember what the hell they were, because it was nice to have them all in front of me, but uh, now, not so much. So instead, I'm going to look at like the previews from last week. Now, we missed uh, the pa- the previous week, Yes. so we're not going to talk about everything, but there are a couple of things we can mention. Sure. Uh, for example, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number eight, the final issue of the Tom King, Bilquis, Evely book has been released, and... Uh, here it is. So, what's the final verdict on Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I you really did. loved it. I loved it. I legitimately loved, loved it. it. Comic Pop. Loved it. Absolutely. No, I really did. I, I, I enjoyed this entire um, series. I, uh, I held off on reading this because I didn't want it to end, and uh, I was ready, and I just enjoyed every panel. Yeah. Evelyn really swinging from the fences on this one, mm-hmm. um, like in a good way in a good way um it, it's a beautiful book and 
it might give you some feels. Yeah, it might I hope give so. you some feels, honestly. Yeah, you know, I don't think it was the most uh, emotional issue of the bunch. It is emotional because it's it's a culmination of the entire series, and uh, there are a couple of uh, tragedies in this book. But uh, otherwise, you know, there are a couple of issues that are like all about the feels. This one was, you know, you feel a lot of things, you know, it, think- because it all culminates into the conclusion. I don't know. I haven't really felt it yet. I think it depends on who you are. Mm. Honestly, no, there's definitely some moments in here that hit me real hard. Yeah. Hit me real hard in the field. Well, it's an um, incredible uh, series overall. It's only eight issues because DC mm-hmm. didn't believe Supergirl could sell more than eight. Uh, but here Fools. it is. Yeah. I hope it's sold. I didn't, I don't know what the numbers are anymore because the comic book industry, you know, while the sales are up overall in physical, right. Um, you know, editorial ship is down across the board. So the books are just happening by the grace of God. And, uh, you know, and, and as far as anything goes, sales, digital marketing, ah, like the, the comic book industry is almost entirely held aloft by the impassioned and incredibly like tired creators who have been working, you know, diligently to put these books out and the readership that loves them. Mm. And their parent companies like couldn't give two shits. About right. Them. Right. But yeah, buy Supergirl. If you haven't already, uh, I'm sure your comic shop has at least all of them. Yeah. Because I've seen them available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like definitely check it out. If you were if you were trade waiting on this one, now is your now will be your chance soon enough yep. um to grab it. And uh, I really do hope we get an oversize. I know we won't. I know we won't. Right. All but the I books would very much like it. You know, knowing that they can yeah. make oversized and that it's just a it's just a stroke of the pen and you get it. Yeah. Uh, and then you don't get it. Yeah. It's just outrageous. Beta Ray Bill should be oversized. Supergirl yeah. should be oversized. Any book with like real attention to detail that takes the time and makes this kind of effort should be oversized. Yeah. Here's me wishing that this was actually like a black label book. It is. What? It doesn't say it. Doesn't have to. But yes, it does. <laughs> well, it, it it is in 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 as much as it is a. Uh... This says it. Yeah. Well, they want to sell it as a black label book. I don't know if Supergirl Woman Tomorrow is hindered by not being called a black label book. I think the I King... just meant because we could have gotten it this size. Oh yeah. Well, none of the King books that were black labels are that size. But I would have liked this size. I would have as well, but I'm telling you. I like, think Evely's art would have like really shown on this size. Yeah, absolutely. But if you look at Human Target, it's the same size as uh, standard size. I think that the way King approached it, it was, in his mind, a black label book. It's just that he wrote it as a comic book, as a yeah. comic, standard comic book size. Standard current comic book size, not the like modern comic book size that also is a, coincidentally the Silver Age size. Right. So, uh, anyway. So it was a great book, honestly. Great book, pick it up. And uh, if you miss, if if you're not a if you're not a big fan of floppies, pick up the hardcover when it comes out. Yeah, trust me, it'll be worth it. It will be worth it's, it. It's a it's a great book. And uh, if Strange Adventures is an indication, they'll give it like a really nice effort. You know, that's I think is going to be the telltale on this one. Oh, it's how because it sells. that is a black label. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like the other books that he's done have that on there, and I'm wondering what treatment they're going to give this. As trade, I don't know because like the the Strange Adventures trade, the hardcover is great, is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, similarly, Human Target number five came out uh, from Tom King and uh, Greg Smallwood. Uh, it's issue five was so out of twelve, uh, and then the sixth issue will be the marking of a hiatus that they're taking from the book. I think I'm sure it'll be like a year. Uh, I think it's only going to be a few months, but like I bet it's longer. Um, Maybe. 
it's uh and they are approaching it from the perspective that you suggested for <laughs> Batcat, uh, which was of course originally supposed to be Tom King Clayman, but then became Tom King Clayman and Liam Sharp. Where if your artist needs time, cap it at six, put out a hardcover and a trade of the first part of the series. That should give you enough time and money to extend the run mm -hmm. and then do the next six. Well, That's what they're doing exactly with Human Target. It's funny about that because it's like that is such a thing that they should be all about. The idea of like getting two bites. Yeah. Because it's like then you can also put it out later on as one. Yeah, exactly. You get you, exactly, exactly. I don't know. It no, just, they did that with uh, Doomsday Clock. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just seems like that's right up their alley. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Oh, is uh, is fleecing their audience? Yeah, that's true. What? No. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I, I'm not going to give away anything, but uh, it's 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 Chance versus the Martian Manhunter. I did see that cover. It is. Not only is it a great cover, but like the issue itself is incredible. Uh, never will you be more impressed by the passing of salt at a table than in this book. It's the book encompasses essentially one moment. I love the um that that phrase that you just came up with. Thank you. The passing of salt. The passing of salt. Like that like that should be its own thing. Right? I mean no, he's like will you pass the salt? He's passing the salt. The whole book takes place within that space of time. Oh. Uh -huh. Wow. I know. I That's know. fun. Right? So uh high recommend. Okay. For that one. Uh I guess I'll pull out my phone, but while I do I also want to read oh, some super can... chats if that's okay with well, you. Well, do you want to talk about books that came out the, oh, the previous the week? The previous week or no, I was just moving week? on. But oh, okay, I'll uh... do some super chats and then okay. I'll jump in. Well, Kevin Kruger says, Happy Mardi Gras. Are DC backup stories uh, uh, put in the trades? I have no idea. I still haven't checked. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Uh, okay. Ekuzodia says, Hey guys, a little late for but congrats on 100k. I loved Watchmen, but should I read Doomsday Clock? Keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you very much for your uh, kindness. We did hit 100k over on our other channel, youtube.com slash comic pop. Here we're still holding steady at 15k, but I'm very happy that we're, uh, we're we found our audience. You guys yes. are here. You're the lucky few who have stuck around and uh, watched these live day to day, week to week shows. Um, that being said, uh, in terms of your question, well, here's the thing if you liked Watchmen, and you like DC, then you may enjoy Doomsday Clock. I like Doomsday Clock in some respects. I think it's an interesting series, and I think it's a it's a fascinating tome. But uh, I also happen to like like DC Comics. I have an affinity for that universe, and, mm -hmm. and and I like what Jeff Johns is saying about it. If you only like if you like Watchmen and you have like a passing interest in DC, I would not bother. Uh, Brian Rowland says 100k living, uh, live streaming was great, guys. Uh, congrats. Ghostwriter number one was a surprise last week, but exactly what I want out of a Ghostwriter book. Literally, that was one of the books that I was like, I did not forget to grab it. Yeah. And then, okay, so here's my other complaint mm -hmm. about this. About app, new about, comicsology. About the new comicsology app. Um, sometimes, so like there's a feature that I dig, which lets me like filter by like publisher mm -hmm. which i dig and i don't because then you miss out on things you might pick up that normally you may not be looking for from a like a smaller publisher right, right? like right. something where it's like oh that looks interesting now i've kind of lost that because i'm like really honing in on like okay i want to see like you know image and boom and marvel and dc and a couple others right mm -hmm. so like but i i looked up i put like three of them in right yeah and then i was like hang on let me like really go by publisher here so i put in marvel first and i did dc when i did marvel the second time some of the books that I bought when I filtered a few of them mm -hmm. weren't listed there anymore. Uh, and so Ghost Rider got lost on me. So I didn't read Ghost Rider. Bizarre. So like they lost a sale there because yeah. like when I went back to look specifically at just the Marvel books from the new books, yeah. it wasn't there. But I didn't remember 
to grab it, but I know I saw it no. when it went through the first time, but I was like, oh, let me do it the other way, and that'll probably be better. Yeah. Womp womp. I should have uh, I should have told you about that. I've, I literally, I'm an adult, and I should have remembered, and I didn't. <laughs> I'll talk about it next week. Fair enough. I'll yeah. read it, and I'll talk about it then. Yeah, I've heard some mixed reviews about it, so I'm excited to hear your your, your thoughts. Oh, well, um, they keep trying. They do. They, they keep trying. Yeah. Uh, Devin Wilson, yes, caught you guys live. Just bought the new Saga issue recently, and Comicsology made it hell trying to read it. Yes, they did. Uh, but maybe less so if you were reading it on mobile. Well, I didn't uh, read but it But desktop on is a night, an unmitigated nightmare. Just a total GD nightmare. I didn't read it on mobile. But uh, you did uh, in, in physical. Yeah. Saga. This issue, so this is Saga issue 56, written by Fiona Staples with art by Brian K. Vaughn. And, uh, sorry, written by Fiona Staples with art. Never mind. I'm done. I'm going to go home now. You can finish the show by yourself. You All know right. you know what I did, right? Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Saga. I didn't read it, but I'm excited to review it anyway. Written by Brian K. Vaughn with art by Fiona Staples. This is the second issue of its triumphant return. I like that they put her first. Yeah. It's cute. Right. Yeah, second issue, uh, since we were back at 55 and without giving anything away, because if you haven't caught up, like this book is one of those books that inevitably you can't talk about because you don't want to spoil anything for yeah, anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like everything that's happening in here are clearly spoilers. But I'll be honest, this issue really felt like we're back. Oh, okay. the first issue. Like I was like, get my feet wet. We're like, we're learning about the like time. The status quo. Yeah, yeah. Like, where are we? What's happening? What characters are we focusing on? This issue, though, for some reason, even though the like get what they were doing in the first issue, they really like touched on a lot of the characters, and they definitely gave you some of the things that Saga is known for, right? Um, but like for some reason, the like the storytelling and the writing in this issue and the where this like the last like page reveal or like splash, I don't know. It was something about this issue that I was like, "We're back, baby!" Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to read more. That's really all I have to say is that like this issue made me excited to to be back cool more so than just being back well, that's with nice. the last issue so yay uh, uh maximus the mad says i never catch you guys live because i'm at work but want to show my appreciation for all the context or content you provide on my break right now i've been watching everything you upload since the tv little house days love you guys thanks so maximus. sweet i hope you have good rest of the day or time at work exactly day or time yeah and not, then an uneventful sure. ride home yes even uh, better bob gukian says you are the only reason i get on youtube bought war of jokes and riddles batman universe and moon knight because you guys made it sound awesome well hopefully it was also an awesome experience reading <laughs> yes. them but we do appreciate the uh you know the the shout because that's what we do i mean, i, I want to sell these books i want you guys to enjoy them and uh i also know. i also want to give a, a heads up um folks the batman's coming out this week I know there's a lot, a lot of like early Hype. showings. Yes. In fact, we are going to be going to one tomorrow. Yeah. But like, if you've seen it, I know you probably want to talk about it. Right. But, but like, understand... you also know that no one saw it. So like, no. why would you ruin it? Don't like, because you know it you're doing anybody. it on purpose. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even say something where it's like, okay, I know it's not no spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but, but Batman does die at the no, end. No, no, no. Like, if you have to say to yourself, this is not a spoiler, just don't. Like, even just saying like, it was good, but could be enough to ruin it for someone. Someone could glean something from a very simple statement. So yep. just uh, our moderator has like complete carte blanche on our behalf to like really crack down crack on down this on because like we don't want to be a community where people don't feel like they can go and hang out and not have something ruined for them exactly before it's even out right so that's it i just wanted to mention it like uh shriana Sh raj uh sharma who says good eye from sydney the review for the batman is out exactly so uh thank you for that and thank you for tipping things off to allow us to uh 
get ahead of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, denial. While I wasn't blown away by Ghost Rider, there was enough that caught my interest. Here's hoping it allowed it's allowed to finish its run this time. I sincerely doubt it will. Well, it's Johnny this time, right? So yep. maybe. Maybe, but mm, probably not. Uh, Ghost Rider does not sell books anymore. Uh, Hats Beetle wanted to super chat during the 100K live stream, but missed it. I tend to get anxiety during the daily commute, but listening to you guys calms me down somehow. Thanks for all the joy and relief. Well, oh, of course. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, really appreciate you checking out the show. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we could provide that kind of like relief for you. Yeah, and don't worry about missing the the, yeah, the the live show. Like we appreciate everybody who was there, but we also appreciate those who wanted to be there but maybe couldn't. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, thank you. Eric Bonham, hey guys, just wanted to let you know you've re you've re-sparked re my love of comics through your shows. Much love from Nebraska, and congrats on 100K. Well, thank you, Eric, and uh, thank you. Yeah, really appreciate it, man. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we could do that. Uh, so yeah, uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, while we're talking about this, um, you know, uh, I want to say that uh, regarding the, uh, you know, we're talking about like previews and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was mentioning the uh, JLA Avengers uh, new reprinting is coming out. Uh, what is it? March. March. Yeah, I think it's March. Uh, but it's coming out soon, and uh, it is done in honor of George Perez, who yes. is uh, you know just a titan and has done an incredible work. And that's one of those like things that he was super proud of. In fact, he had like a running diary for that series, which I wish was added into the printing of that book. That would be amazing. Um, but it is also like excerpts of it are available, I think from some wizard magazine that yes. you read from like 2003. I did read that. It's, um, an, it's an incredible read. It's really cool. But uh, what's it called? Uh, it's done through the hero initiative. So all the proceeds will go to charity. It was the number one pre uh, pre-ordered book of the month, which is hard There's to like believe. No way it wouldn't be right. Uh, Seven thousand copies will be printed, which means that no one, statistically will get a copy of this book uh also if you wanted it the reality was the only way to do it was to uh pre-order it through your comic shop you couldn't get it from like your bookstore no. or online you could only pre-order it through a comic book store um it looks like most comic shops like aren't gonna get it the high end like not high end but like the high traffic high volume ones will probably get like two which means the rest of them will go to scalpers uh, and that's a real damn shame. And yes. so uh, what I would uh, stress to those of you who feel who who missed it, missed the pre-order or maybe didn't, but still won't get one. Yeah. Uh, or if you do get one, but you find but you're like, I wanted like one for me and one for my kid or one for my wife or one for my friend or whatever. Uh, I would contact DC Comics, who has the complete authority to print this book in as many copies or incarnations as they like, mm -hmm. because that was all set up almost 10 years ago. I'm sorry, 20 years ago. Uh, th that was all squared away. In fact, the JLA Avengers hardcover used to be available for purchase on DC website. If you Google it, it'll just pop up on DC website as like a book that they publish. Mm. Uh, but I remember through that uh, diary and uh, through the, 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 the news around that book at the time, like they worked that out. Like the JLA, the, the Marvel DC crossovers themselves, kind of a mixed bag, kind of complicated about who gets what and who's on the hook for who's printing. With JLA Avengers, it's a DC comic, as far as everyone's concerned. So contact DC Comics and uh, in a in a kind, respectful, polite manner, uh, request that they do the right thing and make this book available. Because here's the thing: it's done for charity. People are getting, uh, you know, the money that is going to be made from this book is going to the hero initiative. Yeah. It's going to the right places. And we know that like DC Marvel 
image. They're not in this for the art or the or or, or you know the, the the culture. They're doing this for the money. So mm-hmm. if they could see that this is the number one pre-selling book of all, like you know, of the year, mm-hmm. and they see that there is an audience out there that would pay at least cover price for it, maybe they should make it available to those who might want it. Yeah, I agree. So someone in the chat said they still have their absolute slipcover hardcover slip whatever yeah edition. That's awesome. I never got it. And now it's uh eight hundred dollars on YouTube or on so, uh, on so eBay. So take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even used, it's eight hundred bucks. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Bob Gukian, you are. Oh, you did that already. Right I'm sorry. Double. Sorry, Bob. Got that one too. Um, yeah. And uh, there we go. Sorry, I thought we. Yeah. No, Kelly, no. Kelly Frederick, love Robin. Damien and Flatline's moment was sweet. Yeah, Robin. Uh, was it number eleven? Came out uh this past week. Mm-hmm. I read it. It's uh, it, it's really fun. I would love to talk more about it, but again, I don't have these freaking books in front of me because you know. I do, but I use the app. Yeah, and actually, the website that we use is down just right now. It went. It was up before. It ain't no more. I'm sorry. So that's how that's how we roll here when it's live. You want me to? But uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. It just doesn't. Yeah, even this article doesn't have. Well, like, do you have it on your phone? Probably somewhere. Well, you do that. Well, Sal's going to look up or try to find his copy of Robin. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to just mention a quick indie book I picked up. This was something that I was like, when I heard this was coming out, oh, yay. I was like, please put this on my pull list. So this is on my pull list right now. Um, this is put out by Image. It's Step by Bloody Step. It's written. I'm going to put that in like air quotes. Written? Because it is written. There's a story written. Written by Cy Spur with art by uh, Matea Bagara. Yep. Like, did I say that right? I think I did. Mm-hmm. Um, this book is huge. First of all, mm-hmm. this is it's a it's a nice little oversized oh. kind of edition here in, in terms of like length, double double length maybe. Okay. I don't know. No page numbers. Five dollars. Number one of I don't remember how many. It is a limited series. It's going to be like a, here's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. What makes this book fun, other than incredible art, um, is there's no words in this book. <laughs> there are technically some speech bubbles but they're written in an alien language oh cool um but that's it this is a a, a story that was conceived of by Cy Spurrier and uh Matea Bagar who worked together in on several projects but in particular I, it makes me think of um Hellblazer because he was one of the artists who worked on that I liked Aaron Campbell who Cy is working on currently for that Suicide Squad run um but I also like Bagar's art quite a bit I think it's a better fit here than it was for hellblazer yeah personally um but this is a testament to a writer and an artist being able to work together and a writer trusting their artist so much so that they go here's a script i'm just happy to work with you on this right because like there's a lot listen like when you're a creative there's a certain level of ego right like you're part of it you like this is your creation you want to put it out there and typically for a writer that means like not only like putting story beats on a page but putting words in characters mouths that are being drawn by an artist in this. He's just like, no, this is cool. Yeah. They're very excited about this book. I really enjoyed it. What I'm interested in seeing is people's interpretation of the story, mm. because I think there is a level of interpretation. Clearly there's going to be certain things where it's like, this happens, this happens, that happens, right. but like emotions, right. Things that happen to these characters are undeniable, but yes. how these characters react to them and yes. what they're thinking, you know, what they're thinking or, or how they're interacting with one another. Well, it's all on top to the art, right? Yep. It's all up to the art and the art, I think does a very good job of um, conveying 
those moments but mm-hmm. like again in a way it does leave you some wiggle room if you want to go in there and like put your own little spin on it um the world itself is uh its own thing but like makes me think of like nausicaa and castle in the sky okay there's like something about it there i don't know um i can't wait i can't wait for more of this it's one of those where it's like this book has no words but this is the book that made me slow down reading mm. because i realized that i was like i really need to look at this because yes. there's I, I don't have a crutch. I don't have a crutch of somebody telling me what they're thinking right. or, or whatever. I have to figure this out on my own. And it was a really great experience. So if you're the kind of person who likes these types of exercises or just likes really banger art, banger, mm, yeah, banger, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd say go pick up Step by Bloody Step. Yay. There was some hype around that book. I remember hearing about it. I Well, you heard about it from me a lot. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Robin number 11, which is, of course, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Gleb Melenkov, uh, saw basically the conclusion of the series. I think it's going to keep going, but it's bas- if, if the book needs to end, it's ending here. Like, it could be the end of the arc. It could be the end of the... It's definitely the end of the arc and But it could the be story. the end of it. It could be the end of the whole series. Okay. I don't think it is, but like I'm sure knowing Joshua Williamson, even if it is the end of the series, there'll be one more issue to kind of like wrap it up. Right, put a little bow on it. Josh always gets one more issue just to kind of wrap things up. Him and Chip Zdarsky always get one last issue just to breathe. They just ask nicely. Because Josh knows, man. He was talking about uh, the the dark crisis and the death of Justice League. He talks about he needs to steal those little moments and like he was able to like, give those moments like time to breathe. Okay. But uh, Robin number 11, uh, it, saws, it sees the end of the tournament. Uh, we have a winner, but it doesn't matter because it's really about the friends we made along the way. <laughs> is uh, it really that? It really is. Uh, Robin and uh, Flatline are dating, maybe? I don't know. It's cute. And even the comic book acknowledges how cute they are because when they team up to fight bad guys, uh, you know, they, they, they do like a combo move and they grab hands. And the comic in like little like kind of serif font goes, cute. Uh, which I actually kind of liked. I was like, this, this is fun. Um, <laughs> we also tie it in with Task Force Z. Oh, no way. Really? How? The that, the, the, the Lazarus the stuff? The Lazarus stuff is being sold by the person who's, done it, who's running the tournament. Uh, in the end, the Lazarus pits are all res- restored, and this Lazarus formula has been perfected, and Robin has procured example for himself, and he ends the series, or this issue at least, uh, heading over to Alfred's grave. Wait, what? Okay, wait, wait wait how could they resolve the lazarus thing because like that's a current thing going on in task force nobody cares about that book so we could just say that that's that's solved okay (laughs) you know i mean here's the thing i'm sure that what will happen is alfred will be one of those like zombie characters from task force z uh but of course with him being more alive than before they'll probably have more opportunities to fix it plus we have the new lazarus pits i i meant to ask josh the last time he was on the show elseworlds exchange which you can catch uh, on this channel <laughs> if you subscribe uh he uh he talked about robin a little bit and i meant to ask him like is this whole book just a kind of like fun moral combi combatian excuse to bring robin or bring alfred back to life i didn't ask him that i forgot to do it oh. but i didn't need to because literally the next issue was like, yeah, no, it is. Definitely. That's what this is. So fun ish fun series. Uh you want to know more about Robin reading manga? It's in there. Uh you want to see uh, a proud mother watch her son kind of like make out with a kid that is his own age? That, that's there too. It's a fun little book. Uh, <laughs> plus Connor Hawk, you know, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also the reveal the identity uh of like the that Deadpool character, but uh it's it's we don't know who it is yet. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, uh, Young Goku over 9,000 says, hey, so Nightwing teaming up with John was gold. DC versus Vampires is so good for no reason. Oh, also, King Conan was perfect. Wolverine versus Terminator. Wolverine, I just loved it. Alfred's coming back. Zdarsky on Batman Dope. Well, the show's over. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Thanks a lot for uh, being here. And we'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode of Young Don't Goku over 9,000. listen to Sal. King Conan came out two weeks ago. It did. And it was good. It was it good? It's good. It's just a solid book. It's yeah. Just, it's just everything I want. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to return to this. I'm really glad that Aaron didn't lean on the conventions in which they told the story last time. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he could have easily just done the same thing, but make Conan and you would have been older. happy. I would, I would have been. But, but to his credit, he was like, no, I'm going to tell it just a traditional story. Here it is. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But it is unraveling, you know, like what happened in the past. We do have like flashbacks to the past. Um, not the long past, but like a more recent past. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just good. I like, I love the way he writes these characters. Oh, there's a moment in that. Yeah. It was like, it was like my like moments. I never thought I would read in a like comic kind of moment. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have those yes. moments sometimes where you're reading like a, like a, a dialogue or a, a piece of dialogue, I should yeah, say. Totally. And it's, um, this woman that Conan King Conan meets on this, like, his, island yeah and they're looking at this boat that she's created and she's like i made it it's made from the fingernails of the dead i'm like <laughs> cool cool that makes a horrible sound and we all know it yeah absolutely so. it's made of teeth <sighs> i'm sorry <laughs> uh but yeah uh th there's there's a lot to unpack from that man and we'll get to them all uh very soon so thank you for your support man john frieden says miss the 100k live but you will never know how sane you kept me through six years of fatherhood with twins thank you oh. well, thank you man uh, don't worry don't worry it's all here actually for posterity so if you miss the live stream <laughs> it's right here so if you got eight hours to spare you can just watch it also congrats on the twins exactly. and making it six years right seriously <laughs> uh the new ethan glad i could finally catch the live stream after bringing uh all binging, binging all of mike flanagan shows in midnight mass being one of the best things ever i'm excited for his shot at something is killing the children's show we'll see because like it's a good idea. Yes. Yes. But like what I really like about Flanagan is his, his, like, his originality. Yeah. yeah. Sicht is pretty original. I think his adaptation of it would be pretty dope. But it's going to be an adaptation. I mean, I think some of his, I, I think. It's in it's, it's in the universe, something like that. It's not. No, like no, no. I think that he's done things that are adaptations, yeah. but I'm just saying like, this is like, I don't know. This, yeah. this is visuals attached. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It's also bigger. Like right. a lot of the stuff he does is like. No, Sicht is pretty pretty intimate it is but i mean like it's longer i mean i guess if he was doing a book it'd be different it's only do the first know. volume that's true no i i would hope yeah we'll see well, that's all you get it's right? gonna be good it's just gonna be weird for me i guess what i'm saying is it's gonna be weird for me yeah on a lot of levels probably because it's like with him you never know what's coming mm -hmm. and we will right and i'm like oh maybe no, but you're gonna like the twist. Unless they change them, they like to do that. Oh, but then it's not the thing. I know. Okay. Carl Maxey <laughs> says the Riddler is my favorite villain, and after the Batman movie, you know DC will dump a bunch of Riddler comics instead of giving love long ago. I don't know what that means. It means but, that like uh, instead of like do like they they've been doing him dirty for years, yeah. And now all of a sudden they're gonna be like, you know, it's great Riddler. The problem is that, like there aren't any really good. There's like four good Riddler stories. No, but and, like, and by good, I mean fire, like passable. Yeah, but like what he's saying is like in the past they could have tried to write some solid Riddler stories, and, and now they're going to be like, you know who we love and we've always loved the Riddler. No, the worst is you're not going to get that. You're going to get them shoving Riddler well, into true. lesser writers' hands. Like you have I know. all these different writers you love could have written Riddler stories, but didn't. And the only reason they didn't is because 
they were like, I don't have a good Riddler story for you. Yeah. So to have lesser writers or writers who are less enthused about writing Riddler, you know, you're going to lose either way. Uh, It's a shame because Riddler's a genius. It's tough to write about him because like, you know, these writers, they ain't geniuses. Ollie Davis, uh, more than excited for the 26th. Can't wait. Uh, What is Ollie talking about? Well, you should come to the Joe Kubert School of Art and Dewey's Comic City in Dover, New Jersey on March 26th on a Saturday. Uh, Starting at 2 p.m., myself, Tiffany, Ben, and Ethan are all going to be in attendance. We're going to be doing a live performance and Q&A, and we're going to sell some merch as well uh, at the school in a special room that will go conveniently through Dewey's Comic City where you can shop and uh, browse around for comic books while you wait or after the show is over. Uh, so I like that you said performance. It is a performance because we're not just going to stand there. We're not doing like, it, it isn't going to be like a con. We're going to have a table and you have to come up to us. No, it's going to be an interpretational dance. Yeah, yeah. Ben's uh, behind it. Ben is going to be great at it gonna be so good but uh this is really happening so definitely uh mark your calendars and come on by because we'd love to see you admission is free yes it costs nothing to go outside of the travel to get there but uh just google the cubert school in dover new jersey or just the cubert school because there's only one and uh, it'll take you to dover and you can use public transportation or you can take uh, an uber or a car or whatever you need to do yeah there is a there's a train station there there's a bus there's several bus stops and then like if need be you could probably get an uber from wherever to the school or it's within depending on how the weather is you could probably walk yeah as well that's true if that bridge is open, I don't but, know. But uh, yeah, we hope you uh, we hope you think about coming by because it's one of the only live performances that we have done in a long time. Mm-hmm. And who knows, you know? So And um, honestly, it's a really good opportunity to like check out some comic book history. Even if you're not there for us, you're yeah. going to the Kubert School. Right? You probably have seen an ad for it in your comic mm-hmm. books. You probably heard about it, at least from some... Uh, rising artists that you've known over the years uh maybe you just like the cuberts and you want to see it uh in person that's where that's the school joe himself founded mm-hmm. uh, it's a cool place and i'm um, really proud to be part to, to be in any way associated with them yeah plus the guy who owns it is uh, an artist in his own right anthony marquez who's a uh, uh, awesome and mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah Maybe I'll squeeze a sketch out of him or something. We'll see what happens. Uh, Davis Adam, one of my favorite YouTube channels. Love you guys. Sorry if you answered and missed it, but what do you think of Superman Kryptonite on back issues? I think the guys would dig Darwin Cook's writing and his fear of his limits. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the uh, on the live stream, but uh, I'm not champing at the bit to do a Superman book anytime soon because Superman is hit or miss on back issues. Uh, and Kryptonite is not high on the list, although Darwin Cook makes it uh, more likely than unlikely. Mm. Uh, Smokey's video. Smokey's videos says idea for a great Riddler story. Riddler on a pirate ship. <laughs> Again, that's a, t- a solid idea. Uh, you know, Kismet is with you, my friend. Uh, Cam Bowen, will the Kubert School show be streamed on YouTube? Sadly, I'm across the country. Will not be streamed. Um, it will not be live. It will not be broadcast. Uh, we might film it for posterity, but again, like you're not going to get the same experience, even if we do film it, because like it's going to be, you know, we're not going to be mic'd. It's not going to have. We're going to have like, one camera somewhere. So it's going to be a thing. I, we haven't even thought about how it's going to be logistically worked uh, because we need to have more room for seating for those who will be there than we yeah. can provide for like the tripod. Uh, but we'll see, you know, right I'm, now it's up in the air. I'm still ju- chuckling about that. About pirate ships. Yeah. 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 Everything's, everything's more interesting on a pirate ship. Even pirates. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jordan, Phil. Hey guys, just want to say love the, re- the recent back issues and looking forward to more great videos. So thank you very much, man. Uh, I'm excited to uh, show it to you. We just, I'm just exporting while we're talking. 
the latest episode of Back Issues. Ooh. Uh, I don't know why I said that like it was a spooky ghost. I don't know. You know what? Ooh. I did. Well, uh, Dark Ages number five from Tom Taylor and Ebon Kiello came out. This book reads in like eight minutes, maybe less. Yeah, it does. It's fun though. Hey, can we talk about the fact that I didn't clearly pay attention at all to the cover Me of this? Either. And so the reveal, I was like, what? Me too. Me too. Well, because Comixology is such a well-oiled machine, I just was able to read the damn thing and I was just thankful I could do that. No, I, no just, I didn't look at the cover I either. I just wasn't thinking. I just, you know, clicked on it and yeah. I was like, here we go. Right. Read this. Uh, it's the penultimate issue. Apparently this book is going to be over in one more issue. So as much as you might like give dc a hard time but only giving tom king eight issues for supergirl it's still two more than marvel would give tom freaking taylor to create a dc-esque future well i mean i feel like there's a couple places he kind of stretched more than maybe he should have a little bit but like you know i do get the sense of like urgency at the very least and so like by having one more issue we definitely get that like it's gonna be wrapped and that's fine yeah Um, that's fine it doesn't need to be but yeah this was this this was an area though where they, they had a little bit of filler here and there. Yeah, it was. A little, it's just a very silly, goofy book. It uh, is, but that reveal seriously got me. Yeah, it was fun. And I honestly really wish we had seen. There's sketches in the back of this. Yeah. And I wish we had seen more of that. I know. Because that I thought was such an interesting idea, especially with who the character is. Yes, and, and the how other... they managed to yes. recreate that. And like uh, you just didn't convey that in no. the actual panels. No. Should have been the cover. The sketch? Yeah. Or well, some version of that sketch. Yeah. In any case. There goes my phone. Go oh no. Uh in any case, we see the the uh you know the, the plucky team like make their way uh through Europe. Deadpool helps them out, and they battle uh an unlucky host to not just the Venom symbiote, but the Carnage symbiote. Yes. Uh so clearly Tom Taylor's a big fan of Spider-Man Unlimited, the animated series. But like the idea of Carnage and Venom being a hybrid suit themselves and uh, taking that host for a ride and battling. But, like, they're not fighting Spider-Man. They're fighting Spider-Man and Storm and the rest of these Marvel and heroes. Pepper. Pepper, yeah. Pepper, whose iron suit is run by a furnace, which is a lot of fun. And that's the whole book. It's really short, but it's a lot of fun. And I yeah. don't know if it's worth, like, five bucks, but I would certainly pick up the trade when it's over because it's only six issues. So the trade will only be about it's $35. There you go. Four dollars. That's not so bad. Even it's better still. than five. It's really fun. Uh, I I do like this series despite that, how short. It I I can't believe how much that got me because I wasn't paying attention. I know. I know. Me too. Sometimes paying attention or not paying attention really it helps works out. out. Yeah. So not when you so, so read Dark Ages and don't look at the cover, <laughs> and you'll have a thrill as well. Uh, but yeah, as well. fun stuff. I did enjoy that as well. Uh, what's I got it called? A, I got a couple. Yeah, let's do them. Uh, I read Shang Chi number yes. nine this week. Um, this was the art changeover. No, oh, no. Well, you were very worried about it. I wasn't very worried about it. You were it. like, oh, I no. Was, I was lamenting mm-hmm. the loss um, but uh, of Ruan. Yeah. But, uh, it's written by Jean Luan Yang with art by Marcus To, mm-hmm. which means that the art is not bad at all. Right. It's just different. different. It's just different. It's, that's all that it is. It's just a very different feel um, a little more conventionally comic. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing. No. It's just like, I was so used to that other stylized, like, you know, like enhanced pencil look mm-hmm. of the previous art, which I really, really liked quite a bit. Um, and, you know, like I missed it, but like this worked all. What I really appreciate is that Marcus Toe took the characters and like didn't really change anything. Like he didn't change anything about them. Like he's like, no, this is what they look like. Right. And that's like, really cool. It's it's weird how easy it is to kind of like get into this. Yeah. And like not feel like it's such a jump, even though it clearly is like if you put two pages side by side, 
it would feel like a big jump, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like supposedly the start of a new arc, although honestly, without knowing what happened, it would be a little hard, I feel like. But of course, there's a previously like on type of paragraph at the beginning of the book, which really does help to fill you in. Yeah. So you could probably just grab this and check out what's happening. Um, you just miss a little of the nuance here or there, but I think you'd probably be okay. Um, we're not dealing anywhere near as much with other superheroes at this point. Okay. I don't think there's yeah, any we've, other we've, superheroes. We've passed it off. It's yeah. officially a Shang-Chi book. Like exactly. That. Um, I don't even think there's any other superheroes really in this book mm. whatsoever. Um, nope, there's not. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's it's the same, you know, high caliber writing that you get from um young and um it's just a fun story. It's just a fun adventure story. And like I really am looking forward to seeing where we go next and you know if this is going to be something that you know young keeps going for a while or he's like i'm done yeah and then moves on i don't know either way i'm here for it yeah i really enjoy it that's nice what else did you cover uh i also read uh, i read task force z yeah how'd that go um i know that uh, you you've been coming around on this book i have and then i haven't and then i have i i don't know we're dealing a little bit more with um Mr. Bloom here. Yes. Uh, with the fact that like there's another like Lazarus serum sort of like location, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like another um like seemingly Task Force Z esque team, but it's actually just the Suicide Squad. Okay. Working for Amanda Waller. Yes, that's right. Who like fired um Harvey? Yeah. Who was behind the other the Task Force Z thing? Mm-hmm. And then was like told her like told her team to like kill everybody basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, like just get rid of everybody. Just just stop it. Because Waller's leaving. She's going to uh The Moon. War of Earth Three. Oh. War for Earth Three. Yes, I saw a preview for that. I won't be reading it, but that's interesting. But that's that she's where she's doing like that. they literally put in a, a notation to be like That's a good Waller's idea to like, tell people. Waller's like, I just want to like, like clean up some stuff and like my last gift to Gotham is like getting rid of these scumbags, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um so she's like they're like, Don't miss like War for Earth Three to see where she's going. No, uh, that's like, okay. It's there. Right. Just going to that book. Got it. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you. I don't really follow Amanda Waller around. No, I'm fact, not. Yeah, I'm not like chasing Amanda Waller's appearances in the DC No, universe, no. When she shows up, I'm like, mm, damn you, Waller. <laughs> oh, no. Why are you here? Yeah. Um, But like clearly Mr. Bloom has got his own agenda going mm-hmm. here. He's he's found a way to get his collar off and like he's worming his way. Um, cool. You know, to whatever end he is going to. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, we find that like Bane is brought back good in a monstrous, horrifying fashion. Okay. Well, um, just one step closer to undoing the mistake of killing Bane. I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. It's, I don't weird. know why I'm still reading this book, but I, I don't am. either. Yeah. There's <laughs> a book that I thought I shouldn't be reading, but uh, I enjoy every issue of DC versus vampires. Number five from James Tyne and the fourth, Matthew Rosenberg and art by Simone DeMeo uh, and Otto Schmidt. Uh, this one, was two artists at once. Uh, Simone DeMeo and Otto Schmidt couldn't be more different. Uh, and it's incredibly jarring with the broken-ass system of comicsology. Uh, but still fun. Um, we have a little subplot of like what the Suicide Squad's doing, uh, uh, or at least what Harley's up to. Um, but really, the bulk of the story is Batman and Green Arrow versus the Justice League. Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Hal Jordan... Uh, because of course they uh, hell has screwed them over and made uh, the Justice League believe that uh, Batman has killed Barry, 
and uh, Batman, unfortunately, uh, is not really much of a talker, so he doesn't explain himself, he doesn't defend himself, and instead the two of them just battle the Justice League and make their escape. Uh, also, I'm very convinced at this point that at least one, if not all, of the Bat family are uh, vampires, though it has not been revealed in any way. Uh, the art's fantastic. Both uh, artists are doing a nice job, though I will say it's really jarring. The art shift is very different between the two of them, and uh, I assume it's just to get the book out faster. Right. Um, it is a fun book, though, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm always uh, hungry Wait, for the next issue. You had multiple artists on yours as well? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So hang on. I didn't get a chance to tell you who Task Force Z was by. Also, mm-hmm. someone in the comments said that Bane's already back in the Joker book, which I was off when. It yes, he just... is back in the Joker book. That was a big reveal of the last issue. So, I don't know. I don't know where this book. Oh, he's stands. back! Like he's back. No, he, but, he, like he never died. But I mean, like Task Force Z, I don't know where this stands at this yeah. point. Yeah, right. Um, someone asked if Task Force Z worth checking out. I, I think at this point you'd be okay with just trade waiting on this one. Um, yeah, that we can judge the whole story. It's. it's there's there's it, it, there's not a lot of like substance to it. It's a lot of like splashy action things that are happening, and like it all like it feels like it's spinning its wheels a lot. So like I don't know if that's literally. But like, what why? It is. I don't know. Like, that's, what are you waiting for? Maybe that's why I'm so curious because I'm like, what could you possibly be trying to do as a mic drop here? Right, and it's like if that's the case, just like no, the comic book industry is irrevocably different now than it was 25 years ago. So like, if you have a three issue idea, and you work at DC. Just make a three-issue series. Well, they won't do that. That's called Black Label. <laughs> yeah, but those are oversized issues, so it's not. It doesn't have issues. to be though. Last Night on Earth is freaking tiny as hell no, no, for no, no. good I reason. I mean, like length lengthwise, those are longer when they're in that format. Doesn't matter. And they could just more... say no, I, I... or just because it's five. It's what this is issue what six, mm-hmm. five. I don't remember, but like five. Okay, it's issue five. You could cram five issues worth of book into three issues. Sure. Um. Task Force Chapter 5, by the way, was written by Matt Rosenberg with art by Eddie Barrows and Eber Ferreira with Matt Santarelli and Jack Herbert. Why? Just to get this friggin' book out? It's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. I don't I, even understand it. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I know that that this that's yep. the, that's the book that I'm like, I don't know why I keep reading it, but when it shows up, I'm like, okay. Right. In in the cart it goes. Here's here's a book that I didn't read. I just saw it and I didn't know it existed. It was called Carnage Forever. It's written by Phil Kennedy Johnson and Rom V and Ty Templeton. <laughs> That's like. Is it like a bunch of tiny stories? I, I have no friggin' idea. Plus I think it's like a celebration of uh, a, a celebration of carnage. Of carnage. Let there be carnage. Yeah, I, I see now that Salvador Larocca's on it, so that's an instant drop for me. Uh, but anyway, it was just interesting to see like Phil Kennedy Johnson doing a freaking carnage book. That's a crazy idea, right? Uh, how did I miss that? Ah, Salvador Larocca. That explains that. I um ruin alien. I read Strange Academy. Yeah, how'd that go? By, uh, number sixteen by Scotty Young with art by Humberto Ramos. Yep, uh, it's prom. Oh, but we can't start the prom up off until we like this feels like the start of a new arc, kind of, even okay. though it literally connects to the like the last one. Yeah, but, like, well, it's like it's an ongoing series. It's no, but like the it. last issue has a direct thing because like we're dealing with um the fallout of, um you know, uh, misery and like, you know, the coat and all that uh, mm-hmm. that was on Calvin and how Calvin now is a student who goes to a magic school who has no magic. So you met some guy in the back alley who like gave him little like lantern wishes and they're okay. like drugs. Uh, and he's like, what I want you to do is I want you to sell them into your school. Oh. 
like he's a pusher yeah right like you know he literally says the thing where he's like i told you your first taste was free and right. i'm like oh my god don't do drugs kids yeah that's cute though it's a fun little like cautionary yeah. book um then there's drama abounding right you know with that here's what got me here's what got me the first few pages um brother voodoo goes to see uh the vashanti i was like wow we haven't seen them no in, in a while in a while and um he's like hey i see you guys called me what's uh what's up and uh, he realizes, he's like, I'm going to guess whatever it is you're about to tell me has to do with the fact that Hoggeth is not here. And then we cut to Hoggeth, who is the tiger. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's not okay. Oh. And it's really sad because he's a tiger. Right. <laughs> that like the school is like taking too much of a cost on magic. Okay. I'm Jesus. like, this cost thing? I like kind Thanks, of- Aaron. That's not his fault. He's the one who introduced it. He did, but they didn't have to like, hammer it in like that they did because like magic i think aaron's plan was when magic came back they could change the rules right because like it died basically and then it started to grow back he should have known better he should have known better to know he couldn't trust it once he left yeah that was his fault he should have known better than to trust marvel editorial i suppose so um but yeah so they're dealing with that so students can't use their magic outside of school until they figure this out right um so that's like kind of the new status quo we see like uh, you know, Doyle is clearly going to go to the prom with Emily, but then like because of what happens with Calvin, she ends up getting like not able to get it there. And like, so he's like heartbroken. And so we know that like, because if you've been reading Strange Academy, Doyle has a specific potential future, mm. the future, yeah. Um, which, you know, he obviously doesn't want to have happen, but like, is this something that triggers this? We don't know. Uh-huh. Right. It's, it's got, listen, we got that teen angst, got that teen drama that we all, for some reason, enjoy not actually having happen to us, mm-hmm. but looking at. Right. Right. But it's also fun. It's light. Again, it's one of those books that like people, we often hear like, have you read this? Have yeah. you seen this? It's a book that people sleep on and it's okay because it's still going. Right. Somehow. It's still going somehow. It's still going strong. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. And then you add in like the, like the pull of like Hoggeth and the Vashanti. I'm like, that's dope. Yeah. That's so dope. I I still have this book. It looks great. Right. I love the look of this book. Love the writing in this book. And if you do want to pick it up in trade, the trade's like this big. Yeah. It's like the full size pages in there, but like the trade's tiny, which makes it easier to get in the hands of some younger crowds as well. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, Francis DC. No, 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 no. How about this? A bunch of pirates are trapped in a jungle and they're being picked off one by one by something that isn't the predator. See opposites. So instead of a good idea, it's dang it. It's funny. Thank you, man. As I said, we cracked that, uh, that predator story finally. So we're yes. good to go. Marvel. Give us a call. Uh, two best. The one Captain Marvel 36 was dope. Binary's back all new. That's cool. Good for her. Uh, and, Kayatano Garcia, the Batman listens to new wave eighties music and peacemaker listens to eighties hair metal. What does Superman listen to soft rock top 40? I don't know. I will say that's a spoiler. So, uh, you know, Oh, well, but, uh, yeah. So 10 deaths of Wolverine. Number oh. three. Grumble, uh, written of course by Benjamin Percy with art by Federico Vincentini. Uh, gets to the bottom of it more or less we get we know who this wolverine is finally the wolf like the the analog wolverine you know because there's 10 lives wolverine he's doing mm-hmm. his thing yeah uh and of course we got the 10 deaths wolverine 
you know, whatever. Uh, this is fine. I, I, I'm so checked out of like the story. How could you be checked out? Because it's Ben Percy just writing sucks. the Terminator. Yeah, I, I I like Terminator when it was Terminator. I, I don't care. Here's, here's what I'm not a fan of with this so far. And again, I can't, I, not and again, I can't say for sure that I don't necessarily dig this because of the fact that I don't know how this is going to end. We have two more issues of this particular part of the series before this will be over and we'll you know get a real like clear picture of mm-hmm. it um but there's something that happens at the end of this issue that i'm like what what are we looking at here right because it's like playing with that that possible future that i mentioned that i was like i i hope that's what they're going to reference yeah here, but it's not that no and but if it's clever enough to use the same dialogue mm-hmm. yeah it was and i was like interesting yeah, no, I like it, and I and I like the idea, the the mechanics of how they made this Wolverine come back and all that stuff. It's it's interesting, just you know, whatever. It's not what it was. Yeah, no, it's not, and like taking I, what it was and, and doing something else. Maybe instead. it's not even like a, I don't want to necessarily immediately blame anybody who's there now, anybody who's left, anything like that. Maybe this is where the story was going, and maybe that's just not the story I, I was looking for. Right, because yeah. I want to admit that too. It could just be that like. This is what they always wanted to do, and this is always what Moira's plan was. But like, I just don't, I just, I don't know if I it's care for that. Yeah, I don't care for it, and I don't buy it. And I don't buy it either. Like, I don't think they set it up enough to to. It feels forced. Yeah, it just feels forced. Yes, it does. So this will probably be my last issue of Dead Deaths of Wolverine. I just couldn't care less. Well, I just need to know that, so I know that if I need to start. Um, I mean, I'll buy it for you, but like, you know, there's only five I don't issues. Mind but yeah, I, I couldn't care less. Okay. Anymore about this, um, but it is neat. You know, it's a neat idea. I just, you know. I, I wouldn't, and maybe if it were, if Wolver, if, if the if the X Men had been in a weird place and like and it was in Human City all the time, and then like this happened, I'd be like, oh, this is really neat. But like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. I do like the inclusion but, of Gabby and Laura and all that stuff. Well, like, yeah, they're dealing with Wolverine. They have to, and she's back. Well, they don't have to. They could literally be like, no, we're not going to do that because like you know nobody wants to deal with Gabby. But like, it's fun to see those characters. Yeah, she's and, on, she's in New Mutants. Yeah, that's true. She is now in New Mutants. Um, <laughs> she's been there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fine. It's the art's fun. The story's like I I actually very much like the art. It's like really like kinetic. Yeah, right. No, it has it, a lot of energy it to it. It fits the theme. Pretty um, much. yeah, no, it does. Oh, but like literally, like this is there are moments in here that are just Terminator too. Yeah, like, yeah, which is cool. Just talking to Miles Dyson, oh, like yeah. you know, like, I was like wow, we're just doing this. We're doing okay. that. Okay, yeah, no, it's cool. It, it is it is cool. It's just but metatextually, it's a shame, and so it just keeps me pulling me out. Yeah. So. You know, but and again, it's not str- like what it's happening isn't strong enough to undo that is my problem. Right, right, right. And again, this could have just been what the story was meant to be. Yeah, I sincerely and this is not doubt the way I would have wanted it to go. I don't know. No, that's true. Yeah, I would not have wanted this to be the the, the, the plan. Uh, yeah. What else we got? You got anything else? Because I got one more. Uh, I think that's it for me. Well, Amazing Spider-Man number 90 from Zeb Wells. And uh, God, it's like impossible to tell uh, no who who is it Bagley says no i know i'm just it's impossible to tell like who friggin wrote it because like oh gleason yeah i think patrick gleason worked on this i know he patrick gleason is not just a, an artist he's also a writer and a, and a co-creator and uh, i believe patrick gleason did work on the story for this and i think he wrote some of it as well uh if not all of it but like the preview website we use does not actually give you the accurate depictions of who's writing what if it's a team which it rarely is, but in this case, it's like, you know, they're saying, oh, it's by Zeb Wells and Kelly Thompson and Saladin Mehmed and Cody Ziegler and Patrick Lee. Like, no, it's not. 
So yeah. my only one. I think it's Gleason. Okay, there you go. So Patrick Gleason wrote this issue, and it's drawn by Bagley. And uh, basically, uh, they, you know, they, uh, we, we reveal, you know, the reason why Riley was being such a weirdo is because his memories are missing, and he's, uh, you know, he's got his own uh, plan going. Uh, Peter is uh, embroiled in a battle with the Queen Goblin. Uh, he does put a hat on all the Goblin Queen references. Says the X-Men have a way cooler Goblin Queen <laughs> than you. Okay. Uh, these, the, the story's fun. It's just, it's Spider-Man versus Queen Goblin and Ben Riley kind of like setting things up and then like Spider-Man defeating the Queen Goblin and then teaming up with Riley to like take down the main bad guy. That being, of course, the Beyond Corporation who are manufacturing supervillains and we're behind the UFOs thing. <gasps> and so that's what's going on. Also, we get a fun like little character study because Queen Goblin is a therapist. So she has like a therapist stare where she makes you feel bad for like all the things you've done. And like, you know, takes all your fucking insecurities and just brings them to, to the fore. And uh, I think Ghost Rider should have a really big problem with this. Well, he, he's too busy having a, a debut issue that will sell like a lot lower than people are expecting. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but it's fun to see Peter like, you know, do that. because That's what he does best. Like, oh, no, my insecurities. Uh, and like everyone that he cares about right now in this particular period of the book, like Black Cat and Captain America are like, you, you let us down. And Uncle Ben being like, you're an irresponsible person. You know, it's just like, it's really cool. It's, it really works. But uh, the standout is, of course, that like Mark Bagley gets to draw some triumphant Spider-Man shit. And yeah, it is triumphant. Okay. Um, it's it's cool. And the book is worth picking up for the last page reveal. And it's not really a reveal. It's just a splash. It's a splash page of Ben Riley Spider-Man and Peter Parker Spider-Man teaming up to fight the bad guy. Mm. And there is no bad guy on the page. It's just the two Spider-Men. And Mark Bagley knows that they like came up with a new look for, for Ben Riley where the spider's over and he couldn't care less. He's like, no, I drew the original clone saga. I think he also, no, I think it's Dan Jurgens, but like he worked, he pioneered the sensational Ben Riley Spider-Man suit. Mm -hmm. I'm not drawing that new shit. So he just drew the Ben Riley suit that he drew in the 90s. Because if you ever ever met him, and we did, and it was awesome. Uh, I had him sign an old like Wizard Magazine cover that he did because it's, it's so rare for Bagley to draw Hobgoblin, but in this Wizard Magazine, like it's Spidey versus Hobgoblin. And I had him sign that, and he's like, oh, man, I hate looking at art of mine from before, like from my old art. And if you've ever watched like his evolution of Spider-Man, like you can see, like he's refined it. Like he's mm -hmm. come up with new ways of drawing these characters and we you were uh mind-blowingly awesome enough to get me an original commission by bagley <laughs> and it's true like he, he he likes those opportunities like to redo the things that he did mm -hmm. now that he's like got better at it despite the fact that like he was the superstar artist on spider-man after like the the image folk mm -hmm. you know like you we were like could you redo the batman spider-man crossover cover and he's like fuck yes i can it's like, and he does, and it's awesome. And I think this page is exactly what that is. He's I like, didn't even say that. That was not. No, my it was, page no, it was not. No, that you were like, I, I want to do like a fun cover, Spider-Man and Batman. He's like, yeah, I got that. I'm just gonna redo the old Spider-Man Batman I, crossover. I, really, cover. I just trusted him. I was like, I yeah. just, I, you're, you're a big fan of that. Mm, that's why I told him. Yeah. But and that was that. What a what a triumphant commission. This is just bragging. But like, <laughs> he does that, and it's like it's just a better, more modern version of the Spider-Man Batman crossover cover by a classic artist like Mark Bagley. And then we brought it to Scott Hanna who co-inked that book because back then he wasn't known enough 
to be trusted to ink that book. Mm -hmm. And so he had an opportunity to finally show that he had the chops to ink that book himself. So then his inks are top of form. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, <laughs> uh, the last page reveal should be a poster, and I hope it is. I would, I'll, I'll buy it. But uh, yeah, it's a fun issue. Uh, you know, wow. Queen, Queen Goblin is like whatever, but you know what? She's so different from the other goblins. And she's like engineered by a company to be a goblin that I really don't find it like blasphemous or anything. I'm not like another goblin. I'm like, no, goblins are spiders, natural enemies in yeah. the animal kingdom. We're just one step away. What? From, was it the goblin war? Or? Oh, oh, the symbiote goblin war. Yeah. That we pitched on the back issues like five years ago. Yes. Yeah. Goblins versus symbiotes. The symbiote goblin war. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was symbiotes and goblins, but I think the goblin war should be coming where it's like all goblins. What a cool idea. Kingsley, Demo Goblin, Mackendale. Well, Mackendale, Demo Goblin, uh, Phil, mm -hmm. Harry, Norman, I guess, you know, Dr. Kafka. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Gabriel. He's dead too, but you know, whatever. He can go back. Yeah, he could be a Demo Goblin. He could be a Demo Goblin himself. He could be the new Demo Goblin. Because I don't think anybody's doing anything with Demo Goblin. <laughs> Anyway, all right, uh, that's it. Let's right. recommend some books that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. I just like, all right. All right. I want that. It's enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, Zdarsky's taking over Batman. Hooray. Yeah, uh, I, I, when I read that, I was like, what? Is he? He's lying. Right. Is he messing with because us? Because he's Chip Zdarsky, and he can do that. He can totally just say whatever he wants. And yeah. we're all like, <laughs> oh, Chip, you're so funny. Yeah. But like, are you? But no, are you really? And uh, just for the record, uh, Chip Zdarsky and uh josh williamson were both on a show with me about a year or so ago and so chip got to tell josh that he would stab someone to get a chance to write batman i hope everybody at dc safe so i hope no one got stabbed <laughs> only only batman yeah if there's a hooker right? <laughs> exactly but uh yeah let's let's talk about some books that are coming out this week that we think you should check out let's obviously amazing spider-man 91 uh is coming out yay i'm gonna check that out uh, Dark Knights of Steel number five. I'm picking that up because it's a great series. And right uh, again, though, like the, it's Dark Knights of Steel number five, right? And like you could wrap it up in one issue. Instead, he's going to get six more issues after seven more issues after this issue. And meanwhile, Dark Ages, he's going to be done in one more issue. Whatever. Poison Ivy's in this one. I'm in. Although I think is Tom Taylor's not writing Dark Knights of Steel. That's uh, Tynan, I think. No, Tynan's doing vampires. This is Taylor. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That's Moving coming on. out. Uh, uh, She-Hulk number two is coming out. Uh, She-Hulk number one was good. I don't know if I get a chance to talk about it last time. I think I did. Is that Craven on that Daredevil Woman Without Fear? Daredevil Woman Without Fear number three is uh, Daredevil Electra versus Craven. It's been Craven the whole series, and it's really fun to watch uh, at least a clone of Craven fight uh, right. Electra. Right, right, right. Uh, so that's a cool book. Um, and uh, of course, <laughs> if you want to see more about Chip Zdarsky writing Batman, well, you don't have to look for very actually, no, it's, it's not Chip. Uh, I am picking up Tom King Batman Killing Time number one from Tom King I with art by Batman David Marquez. Colon Killing Time, Killing Time. Yep, uh, you like Riddler? Here he is, Catwoman, Croc, Croc, Penguin, and a car, and a car. So it looks like all the characters that are in the movie, uh. Devil's Reign Spider-Man number one. I'm not going to pick this up. I don't care about Ben. Uh, oh, but Justice League Incarnate number five is coming out. And uh, if you want to know what's going on in the DC universe, according to Josh, read Justice League Incarnate. It's a crazy-ass series, and I think this is the last one, so it's totally worth picking up. Um, so yeah, 
Hey, those are my picks. There's a fun what if Miles Morales. Yes, what if Miles Morales is one of multiple multiple issues of what if Miles Morales were different types of characters instead of oh, that's Spider-Man. Kind of, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, there's also a spinoff series for Dark Knights of Steel, The Gathering Storm. Oh, I don't know who's is? writing it, but it's coming out. Where's so that? it's a little it's over there. I missed it. Oh, there it is. Um, I'll also give a shout out to uh, The Magic Order 2. two number five yes five <laughs> i i just like scrolled right past it yeah tom taylor's writing it. okay well i'll check that out yasmin prutry's drawing it not bad looks awesome yep um i also want to uh, say that moon knight number nine is coming out um written by jed mckay jed mckay thank you with art by alessandro, alessandro. capuccio yeah. which is good i believe that's who was writing it yep. x-men number nine is coming out I really like this book. It's a great book. Jerry Duggan, art by Carlos Villa. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I, that cover does not bode well for anybody. Nope. So, you know, it is what it is. The Nice House on the Lake, number seven. Triumphantly hey, returning. It's back. It's back, folks. James Tynan, the fourth, and Alvaro Martinez Bueno on art. It's a great team there. Let's see. <laughs> uh, strange, number one. Strange. No doctor, because uh, there's no medical schools in the dark dimension. Nope. Uh, written by Jed McKay with art by Ma- Marcelo Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see how that. That's all I out. can say. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. We will see. We will. Uh, we will see. You better believe we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. What how that turns out. The Monkey Prince number two. I'm gonna grab this. I kind of dig this story. I know. It's kind of fun. Uh, it's written by Gene Wen Young with art by Bernard, Bernard Chang. Um, it's just the first issue was just a romp yeah just straight up just a fun little romp and so i'm like yeah i'm gonna grab the next one uh and i think that might be it for my recommendations yeah you're not gonna pick up any other long-winded titles like until my knuckles bleed or that garage down the road from me or the the sleepy looking tree on the cul-de-sac what do you know about the sleepy looking tree on the (laughs) (laughs) cul-de-sac Or my shoelaces are untied. Like, hey, never tell us we forgot something, by the way. If you're in the comments and you immediately think to yourself, oh, they forgot something. No, I deliberately no, omitted it from the conversation. No, we didn't. Yeah. No. <laughs> these are just some of the books that we'll be picking up. Exactly. We're but recommending not these books. every single book that's coming out, nor every single book that we might be picking up. Because no. sometimes... Sometimes we miss one and we're like, oh, and oh, then we crap. buy it. Yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Or there's something I, I look at later on yeah, in the comic book store, and I'm like, ooh. Right? Hardy34, hi, guys. I really wanted to say thank you all for always being the thing that helps me get through life. I don't know if it's weird to have such an affinity for people I've never met, but I'm glad I'm part of the population. Well, we're, we're glad you are, too. Exactly, man. Thank you so much for your uh, for your kindness and, and for being with weird. us. And, no, no, it's cool. That's we're, not weird at all. And hopefully Listen, I love this the community idea. has given you uh, an opportunity to like make some friends. And, yes. You know. Yes. I love the idea of using like the internet for positivity. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like make, make like, you know, connections with people on the internet that maybe you've never met in person. That's fine. Yeah. Like as long as it's healthy and fun and it it makes, you know, your life a little better. All, all power to you. Taylor Harris. Y'all got me inspired to buy comics and support my local comic shops. I'm now on the pull list for the destiny of X line of comics. Nice. Nice. That's great. Very nice. That's great. Um, New type JB Lee. When was the last time a Spider-Man run slash arc made everyone happy? Some like the marriage. Others don't. Some like slot. Others don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember many people. 
here's the thing. When I was reading comics and I was reading Spider-Man exclusively at the time uh, as a kid, uh, no one was complaining about the marriage who was reading the book. Anytime I heard about complaints about the marriage, it was from people who weren't reading the book. What about Ultimate? Uh, I remember people bitching and moaning about that book while it was coming out. Why? Because... But it's what does it matter? It's not taking away from your Spider-Man. No, no, no. They were they were they were pissing their pants about like things that were happening. Like oh, you know, like oh, they they did ju- you know they did Moon Knight dirty. He's a freaking he's got a little girl personality. I don't even know what that means. Uh, what's it say about me? Uh, you know, there, is... there's, there's all kinds of uh, Doc Ock is ruined. He's a Magneto Junior. People oh. were saying character Junior even in 2000. Wow. But uh, yeah, there was never a time people were happy about Spider-Man because Spider-Man is such a like ever long, you know, he's a character that everyone loves. He's everyone's favorite character. And yet there are people who are like, I mean, people love Superman and they're like, yeah. And also I love killing people. And I love like, you know, cheating on my wife. You know, it's like, wow, you're what a, what a, you must, Spider-Man would love you. Like, (laughs) just like, what, 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 you know, these are characters that transcend their own morality or origins. So like, no. No one's going to be happy with the Spider-Man run. Nobody. I remember being enjoying the JMS run and people just complaining endlessly. And then I remember being like, oh man, this, my, I remember people, like I was reading Sins Pass when it was coming out. And I remember reading this and being like, what? And I wasn't like outraged. I was hurt by what happened in the store. I was just like, this, this is terrible. Yeah. But, uh, but I wasn't like angry at the people who made the book. What happened was then I read Skin Deep and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like my major problem was skin deep, which was just like JMS didn't read Spider-Man. So he's like, I'm going to invent a new character from his past. And here he is. And he's useless and he does nothing. And it's just an excuse to get Spider-Man to move into Avengers tower. And I'm like, you could skip this whole arc, the whole arc. It's, it's such a shame. Like legitimately, I remember people asking for me for reading orders and I'm like, just skip skin deep. The only thing you need to know is their house was wrecked. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> like that i complained about but even then i complained when i read the first issue and then went i just won't read this and after the arc was over i got the next issue and it was new avengers and it was great so just you know when you're unhappy about a book don't yell at the creator don't like you know poop your pants on the internet just just stop reading the book just don't do that in general it's just if you can avoid that well you know socially yeah it's, don't do it yeah try to keep yourself together <laughs> uh david esterly uh sending love to you guys here's a little help thank you very much david. thank you very much it. thank you rk sorry for coming in late but i had a flight don't worry about it man you're fine you get the repeat giving some support before i go back to watch what you said about world about war on earth three uh you don't have to worry about that i uh, i didn't say anything about it except that i am not reading it uh but <laughs> otherwise we'll see you guys next time but listen uh mark your calendars grab your bus tickets and come to the kubert school uh at on March 26th, Saturday at 2 p.m. Now, don't get there at 2 p.m. The show is at 2 p.m. Like, we're going to, like, showtime is 2 p.m. But the, the but, comic but bookstore. But knowing us, it'll probably be like 2.05. Uh, more likely. But, like, <laughs> listen, the, the, the comic book store, uh, Dewey's Comic City, which is in the art store for Joe Kubert's School of Art, mm-hmm. it opens at 10. Yes. So, like, here's you what. You to I, get there at 10. But, like, here's what I'm thinking, right? It's Saturday, you know? Maybe it'll be a nice day. It's the end of March. So hopefully it'll be like at least a balmy 45 degrees. So my suggestion would be, you know, you come out, you give yourself plenty of time, take a shower, you brush your teeth, you get your stuff together. You come out to Dover, New Jersey, scenic Dover, New Jersey. You grab yourself some lunch, you know, around like 10 or 11, or, you know, around 11 or 12. Now, what's a, what's a, re- what's a recommendation for a place to eat for lunch around the Dover area? Let's say they drove. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, there's a diner right next door that I really that I that I, I do enjoy. I, I think what you should do is just go there like an hour early and yeah. just spend some time. That's at right. The Kubert School at the go to the store because again, if you're a comic book fan, it's a comic book store, right? And if you're an art fan, it's an art store. It's also an art store. Half and it's, of, it's, and it's an the art. Middle. It's art for comics. So it's like if you have an aspiring interest in in doing comics they'll be there for you and the people who work there go there so they'll be able to give recommendations for like what you might need <laughs> how much is an uber ride from glasgow to New Jersey? <laughs> well you're gonna have to get one of those fancy aqua cars but uh yeah uh, are you friends with namor and right? aquaman uh um man yeah well i'm just you know i'm just gonna say like yeah you could grab anything from there but uh oh the quiet man they could go to the quiet man yeah, i was thinking like a quick bite yeah, a quick bite would be the diner right next door but uh yeah and uh, you need you need water. There's Walgreens in the parking lot. No problem. Maybe we should bring water for everybody. That's a lot of water. Uh, or it's not. It, depending on who goes, it'll be like we got three water bottles. We covered everybody. I don't know. I have no idea. There's no way to tell. I'm saying that would be polite. Yeah, I agree. We're polite. No, <laughs> bring your own damn water. I might. <laughs> no, you're not gonna bring water for everybody because that means I'm bringing water for everybody. Bring uh, your own damn water. I'll There's ask, a Walgreens right I'll next ask door. Ben. Yeah. Ask Ben to provide water. Ben has a hookup at the Costco. He'll be able to hook us up. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so come on by. Uh, go. Uh, by the way, admission is free. There's no tickets. No. Just go. But yeah, like, if you, okay, you want to skip the whole day? If you want to skip the event of it? Fine. You go to the, you go to Dover. You go to Dewey's. You get there like one. You go to the comic book store. You shop around. Uh, you meet the friendly people who work there. And, uh, and then you go through the doors, you go upstairs but, and you it, see that. And if you don't get there early, it's fine too, because the store will be open after we're done. That's right. So actually it's going to be great because you can go for shopping for comics. You go up the stairs, visit us. You know, we do our show, we hang out. Uh, we're going to have some merch available as well. So like, if you want, if this is like one of the only times you'll be able to get comic pop merch, which includes like stickers and posters and stuff. We'll also sign My brain it. was like, we are? Yeah, we have it. It's over okay, there. Why am I not going to bring you that? But uh, we're going to have that available. And uh, and then you go downstairs, conveniently enough, through a comic book store. So you can go right back. I, w I would love to work something out with Anthony where it's like, because like uh, this weekend, this past weekend, this Saturday, it's over now. Uh, they had a big dollar comic sale. That'd be great. If I could know how many people were going, I could justify that. I could be like, dude, schlep out the old books and have a dollar sale as well. Uh, and maybe the students could have like their little booths up. Do you make it into a thing? I know it's too big because we're not that big we're not that it's not big. big enough no it's gonna be a little thing it's just yeah for us. it's gonna be a little thing right you know for you yeah um but yeah otherwise uh oh and then, and then you'll be in our neck of the woods like usually we'll, we'll, we'll recommend all kinds of haunts for you to go to because you'll be in the area yeah or if you're just like i did this and now i want to go home you go home get the hell out of here but like That's otherwise you know fine too yeah you can go to the mall oh god you can go to our dying mall that mall is dying but it's not as dead as the other ones like Your it's not like livingston is dying <laughs> All right. Well, let's go get dinner. I'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack. I Just want to thank you. you all. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode of Off the Rack. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and get, the, get back here. Where are you going? <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye.